0: This This is is Yawa Yawa Radio. One welcome to the Yawa Radio podcast. The Yawa Radio podcast is an opportunity again to listen to one of our inspirational, thought-provoking interviews that we have brought to the listeners of Yawa Radio This is Glass Half Full with me, Steve Twine, and where I'm joined by inspirational guests from around the world, sharing their stories, stories that may well resonate with you. Sit back and enjoy this week's Glass Half Full. Well, a warm welcome to this week's Glass Hourful, where I'm joined by inspirational guests from around the world. And it's a pleasure to be joined on the line today by Nicole. Nicole, how are you?
1: I'm wonderful, Steve. Pleasure to be with you.
0: Uh, Nicole, just tell the listeners where you're based.
1: I am based in Boston, Massachusetts, in the United States.
0: And you are the founder of uh, Pink Sky Leadership. So we're looking forward to finding out more about the work that you do. But before we do that, Nicole, how did you get involved? How did you come to launch the uh, Pink Sky Leadership organization?
1: Well, it happened over COVID. And I like to say that creativity bloomed in chaos. (laughs) And I think it was many years coming, um, seeing my Auntie Deb as a little girl, and then as a college graduate, getting um, prepared to take my final exam, kind of my biggest fear coming to light that she had always not taking care of her health growing up. And then right before my final tax exam, graduating from university, I found out that cancer had spread to her brain and she was, she was no longer coherent. And she ended up passing before the age of 50. And I had several other family members pass away very young. And it has created this like relentless pursuit of like living every day, very present and very full and wanting to seize every opportunity and kind of do it all. And I've had to balance that with like slowing it down as well. But then over COVID, when the world kind of came to a halt and working professionally in corporate America and serving clients, I found myself in a bit of a turmoil situation. And I felt that I wanted to be of service to other people. And so in COVID, um, living alone for six months, I really did some deep work and came up with the idea to help others with their lifestyle. And I analogize it with we all have financial advisors. Um, My background is in finance, helping clients professionally um, within their finance organizations. But as I was experiencing some challenges in my own life, I was thinking, I wish there was like a life advisor that could maybe help me take take a look at all the dimensions of my life. So Pink Sky Leadership was really born out of this design of the portfolio of your life, similar to how we look at our investment portfolios, thinking about how are we living every day intentionally and getting some advice from somebody else that can maybe be an independent objective perspective, and maybe help us see some things that we're not seeing. I just kept thinking when I was going through some challenging times personally, like, I wish there was this life playbook. I I know (laughs) other people have gone through this. And I've done a lot of work with Tony Robbins, and he often says success leaves clues. So I started to find some mentors and coaches and teachers, and was really willing to ask for help. And I have applied those same principles into Pink Sky Leadership.
0: How important is that? i just like to pick up on that as well, about asking for help. I just want to go back a little bit as well in a moment. But so how important is to ask for help? Because, yeah, how many people actually see that as a weakness mm-hmm. instead of seeing it as a strength, you know? And, and how many people... You know, you you touched on Antina Robbins there or people who are successful. How many people see that as envy rather than how they can help and learn? You know, do do you come across that type of thing?
1: Absolutely. Yes. And I can speak for myself that I I think growing up, it was just like I was unaware that there could be an easier way. I think often we're have like shame or we're afraid to ask for help. We think we're the only ones going through something and we have to sort of bury it or figure it out alone. Or I know I have come across times in some of my clients that suffering in silence and you don't even realize it. And it can be so much more easeful. And of course, I'm, I'm not talking about um, if you are struggling severely, like get professional health um, for your mental health or physical health from um, trained professionals. What I'm really talking about is if there's an aspect of your life that you're not getting the results that you're seeking, find somebody that has that result and has done what you're looking to do. And I have found with once I was finally kind of willing to get out of my own way, and be vulnerable and Mm -hmm. ask for help and really be honest about what I wanted and what I was desiring or maybe what I was going through. I think I was so afraid for so long to really speak up. But then once I did and I got the right people that actually had from advisors to trainers, to coaches, to lessons, et cetera, as I really got expertise in areas where they had the results that I was seeking, you just cut, you accelerate and it can be so much easier. You can have somebody in your corner helping to support you. You don't have to go through it alone.
0: Yeah. And and that wonderful phrase, get out your own way, you know, park park the ego. Hey, okay. let exactly. let's let's get let's get rid of that ego that um, just often is chowing away on our shoulder and, and holding us back and things like that. So I just want to step back a little bit until, you know, when you're talking about the, the, the beginning of COVID and how you made the change. It sounds like you did a lot of self-reflection at that point.
1: Yes. Yeah, I think I think it's been a long journey of being open to kind of look, be honest with myself and look at some things that I maybe wasn't happy about, or I was kind of, I got a little curious of like, oh, why, why am I doing this? Or why am I behaving in this way? Or I'm having this thought pattern that really isn't that useful. And so that's when I really have leaned on, well, well before COVID. Um, Gabby Bernstein, a spiritual teacher, has been kind of part of my life for probably 15 years. And I think she was really an entry point for me to do some of the self-reflection. And then I just have continued to build like my team of advisors and mentors and being really open. And, And I've had to work through that ego and the judgment and shame, but being really willing to say, this is the vision that I have for my life. And life is so precious and life is happening right now. And irrespective of the circumstances that I'm dealing with, Like, what is the one step or what is one thing that I can do to be able to move forward? And I think getting the right strategies as well as the right insights and the right people around you, which is what I teach at Pink Sky Leadership, can really help make all the difference. You can just feel so much of that like deep joy and inner peace. And I don't think it's that far away. I think it's just getting really still and being honest with yourself and getting clear.
0: And and again, just picking up on a few things that you said there, you you used the word intentional a few minutes ago as well. Just let's expand on that. What do you mean by that?
1: Well, life happens very quickly. We all have (laughs) back to back meetings and commitments and demands. And if you do not carve out or take a moment to really get clear on As an individual, what do you really want? What is important to you? What are your priorities individually and as a family or um, whoever is important in your life? How do you really want to show up and and what are the actions then that you want to take? And I know for many years I got very caught up in just like the American dream or maybe it's the global dream culturally (laughs) around like go to school, work hard, get married, buy a home, then you'll be happy. And I think if you're not intentional with the choices and how you're really spending your time and your thought patterns, because ultimately what we think then impacts how we feel and then the actions that we take, you are just like caught up in this hamster wheel and this spiral and it can just Mm. feel like life is happening like so quickly. And then you look back and it's been 10 years and your dreams you've kind of put on a shelf. So I think for me, it really was driven by seeing though as i had shared family members passing very young that has created this like i i need to carve out and build in a routine to take that pause and take that moment of reflection because because otherwise everyone else's expectations and demands of you will fill your full schedule and beyond and once yeah. you say kind of like timeout or no or create some space in your schedule, then life will just keep going on.
0: And, and Nicole, again, again, um, say so some of the people that you work with, you know, there's like there's so many people you know, that go through their life doing what they think it's important, but it's important to others. Mm. Yeah. Right. You know, it's that wonderful phrase, isn't it? You know, you should or you must. Mm. You know, or how many times do I hear people say that I became a doctor because my dad wanted me to become one? Well, are you happy? Mm. No, not really. You know, know, it's that type of thing. Instead of, like you said, thinking about, you know, what's important to me? What's my values? What's my what's my purpose in in life? where, Where, you know, what do I want to really do? you know and there's that great stephen covey question is that you know if you uh, had to choose a way to earn a living for the rest of your life what would you choose to do mm. okay and I the like times that. the times you can ask that question to people and i asked it to a personal once and they they were a health and safety practitioner um and they said to me i'd love to be a florist so I went, well why aren't you doing it then I'm, I'm not saying stop being a health and practitioner tomorrow and suddenly become a florist. But if that's what you'd really love to do, why don't you become a florist? Mm. And they went, because health and safety is everything that I've always done that in the army. And that's all I knew, you know, and it's getting people to think around that. And there's another, it's another one um, again, talking about the intention of living your life. There's a great thing. I read a book once and I paraphrase it now, but it said something like most people, um well, let me get this right. Most people live their life like reading a book. They mm. turn the pages to see what happens next.
1: Mm.
0: Only a few people write their own book. Wow.
1: That's really
0: wow. how how profound is that? You know, and, and when I was reading that, I couldn't get past that for mm. for, for, for days. I kept coming to that like phrase. Um, and it's one of those points in my life when I started to say, okay, right, time to write your own book. Let's do it. But you also touched on something else in there, you you know, habits. You you use the phrase habits as well, because on that reflection back, we've got habits that serve us and habits that don't serve us. Do do you come across that with people as well?
1: Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. So I I, I'll hit upon the habits and then I just what you said is so profound. So if it's okay, I'd like to go back. Um, Yeah. But habits, yes, absolutely. And I think sometimes we can feel resistance with habits. We can feel that because it's it's creating sometimes at the beginning when you're developing a habit, you have to be very intentional and it can feel a little uncomfortable. But then once you have established that habit, it can feel very effortless. It can just be automatic. And I like to view habits as keeping me on track towards my dreams towards my desires. Mm -hmm. And it's the accountability with myself. So I've tried to shift and keep it very simple and small and have it stack. So one habit that I have that has truly changed my life is doing a gratitude practice in the morning, in the evening. Mm -hmm. And it really helps to prime your brain and prime your day to then the opportunities and the way that you're approaching the day and what you're really setting that intention. So that's just one small habit, but I think also habits then help build confidence and help to prove to ourselves, I can keep the promises that I make to myself. And then you'll start to show up and follow through on the things that you say you really desire, but then you haven't taken action on for maybe 10 years, or you Mm -hmm. say, oh, someday when I'll do that. But I think through the habits, when you start small and then you can build, you get that momentum and you get that confidence in yourself.
0: God, so, yes. You wanted to come back to something you said about the profound thing. What, oh, what was so
1: that? you said so much there, but I think as you were talking about just this limiting ourselves, and I felt really you were talking to me <laughs> because. Oh, <Not> really? <laughs> I, I am. I'm in the midst of that. So as I mentioned, Pink Sky Leadership was really born and founded over COVID. I am running a parallel path right now, and I think that is taking like a bit of an alternative route that fortunately my professional employer is supportive of me also pursuing my passions. I think many of us are multi-passionate. And I know when I was picking my area of focus, I went accounting and management in college. I graduated right around the time of the financial crash in the United States and I went a safe route. I went a route based on certainty and consistency because of my upbringing. It was work hard, get a safe job, all these expectations of others, but always knew, let me make the best of this. Let me gain the skills and capabilities. And I think that I've always tried to look at what can I learn from this? Or what is like the positive side of it? My dad has been very influential in my life, saying the grass isn't always greener on the other side. And so I've had this long game view that although maybe I'm very, very fortunate to be able to serve corporations, I always had this burning desire that I wanted to help individuals as well. So right now I'm kind of living in that and versus the or. And I love what you just said around like helping, and this is what I really love about my clients at Pink Sky Leadership is really around being able to create like a possibility, help them see potentially a path that they didn't know was there. And so in the example that you shared, sometimes we limit ourselves and we don't even realize it. We stay so, so small. We stay so safe and we get in like the fear. We think about our mortgages or our families and we think, oh, I was just talking to a friend and her kids are very young right now. So she's kind of tabling her dreams. And that just like hurt my heart it was like well can we start taking steps now can we build a plan like what are some small steps you can be doing towards what you really desire and i understand there's commitments and you might not be able to blow up your life overnight and start over but it's like what are some of those small steps that you can be doing to start building towards that ultimate path and vision that you have instead of kind of putting it in a box and saying oh you know, I'm too young or I'm too old or it's too late or it's not the right time because yeah. it's never going to be the right time. So I just love yeah. what you said about that kind of being able to see that possibility and see that path because then then we feel, I think, that sense of hope and inspiration. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, no, that's so, so, so true. And there's, um, um, there's, there's a great book. I mean, people, going back to that little story there about the health and safety thing, you know, people often – People often look for the quantum leap in the life. They've got to jump from here to there. Okay. Mm. And life's not like that. You know, you touched on it there. It's the small steps. And I don't there's a there's a great book by Jeff Olson. I don't know if you've read it. It's called The Slight Edge. Okay. And, and Jeff Olson. Yeah. And and Jeff Olson talks, you know, it's, it's about the small steps that we take consistently over time. Mm that get us there. And people don't see that. You know, we live in this world of instant gratification and uh, we want to make the quantum leap. You know, mm-hmm. I, I want to leave college or university and I want to be the CEO tomorrow, mm-hmm. you know, or well, what do you mean? You know, I've, I've got to do this. And, you know, one of the analogies I use to people, you know, you've probably heard of like David Beckham. Okay. So uh, right now, now, David, one of the users I used to use in my talk, David Beckham, uh, when he was playing, was seen as the best, what they call dead ball free kick player in the world okay that didn't happen one day because he suddenly turned up and did one kick exactly he, he practiced that day in day out day in day out to get better and better at what we did but so many people don't see that they want this instant mm-hmm. thing okay and there's a just talking about something else there as well about how we feel and things like that there's a uh, there's a, I think it's Dr. Russ Harris that in, in his book The Happiness Trap, he, mm. he, he talks about that um, if if we live a rich and meaningful life, we will experience every emotion, and that's okay. Right. Okay. It's okay to feel sad. It's okay mm-hmm. to feel grief. It's right. part of life, right? But what's the important thing about this? It's the choices we make when we feel that. Exactly. We can stay on our pity pot forever, okay, yeah. or we can go on the pity pot and stay on it for ten or fifteen minutes or so, or a day, and then decide we're going to move off it. And and the I, I, you know, I'm suggesting that the work that you do around that, you know, helps people with those lifestyle choices.
1: Exactly. Yes. Exactly. And I think you hit on such an important point that you really have to acknowledge it and feel it. You can't lie to yourself, and you can't bypass the emotion. I think mm-hmm. as as you said that feeling and all of the emotions, irrespective of the circumstances that are going on. And there's going to be life lessons and hardships that happen. There's going to be death, betrayal. I mean, there's so many different things that unfortunately life throws at us and we have that opportunity to kind of move through the grief cycle, if you will, like, Mm. you have to feel it, though, you can't bypass it. I think that's where the more I've, I've researched, and I've learned, and there's so many books and studies out there, but when emotions really get locked in your body, energy is supposed to move. And so when you just like suppress it, and you're not, when you're not releasing it, if you're not acknowledging it, then you're kind of suppressing it and then it can create inflammation and disease in your body and it can make you feel stuck and you don't understand why, but Mm. it's this like mind body that then when you have that energy clear and you've acknowledged, then you can really then move forward from it. And it kind of can, it takes time, but it can take the sting away. And so you're exactly right. The work that we do, I have a four step process and one of the key steps is really around like acknowledgement, like what have, what have you not forgiven? Or what have you not accepted? What do you need to declutter or decide upon? This like almost like these open tabs in our computer, where it's like, what have you just kind of stuffed down? Oh, it's not the right time to deal with that. Oh, you know, I got to <laughs> keep moving. But yeah. then it's like, if you really slow it down and take a pause and be able to address it, it kind of helps like free you from it a little bit. It doesn't have that chokehold anymore
0: yeah and no, i love that and there's a, there's a phrase that, to, about the emotions the three three main things that we do you've touched on one we either suppress the emotion that leads to all kind of things in the body manifests itself we can express it and sometimes so we we blurt something out and we wish we'd never said it because it's just mm. made something worse right. or what, yeah or we accept the emotion that doesn't mean to say something said to us that we don't like we just accept that's how we feel and it gives us time to think about how we want to react, okay?
1: Exactly, so, yeah, Yeah. and you hit upon being like this like kind of victim mentality. I think that unconsciously, we can all get like stuck there a little bit. I know for many years, I kind of took a conversation with one of my colleagues and he was talking about his daughter going to college and they were doing some research and figuring out where did she wanna go. And I remember thinking in my mind, like, oh, college, that was like the best time of my life. You got to really like design your life and go to class. And I remember I worked in the president's office and I got to teach aerobics and I was in a sorority and it was just like, I felt like my life was so full and I got to do all these different things. And I had been doing some of this mindset work. This was probably 10 years ago now, but I was doing some of this mindset work and I had that kind of like little voice inside me and say, that's <laughs> not true. It's, it wasn't the best years of your life. Like you still have that. And I caught myself almost being in this like passive, let me just focus on work, let me just put my head down, take care of everything else and not really feeling empowered and having agency for myself in my own life. So I Mm -hmm. love what you said about that kind of that victim mindset of really shifting to this abundant mindset. There's so many possibilities and you are empowered. Even if you don't have like 100% freedom and choice over everything, what do you have choice over? And no one can take away that freedom of the peace in your mind and what you choose to think about and what you choose to focus on.
0: Yeah. Well. Yes. Yeah. Change your thoughts, change your actions, change your life. That's the great phrase from Wayne Dyer.
1: Oh, and,
0: my God. Uh, yeah. love, love, love love, him to bits. So, Nicole, if people want to find out more about you, I mean, you're on Instagram, you're whatever. How How can they do that?
1: Yeah, so I'm on LinkedIn as Nicole Connery and Pink Sky um, Leadership and Nicole Connery on LinkedIn, um, excuse me, on Instagram as well.
0: Okay, And on Instagram, you've got something on there that you maybe like to share with the listeners?
1: Yes. Oh, I would love it, especially I know many are driving and or walking and maybe haven't been able to take some notes. I have a free playbook that you can find on my Instagram And it goes through all of the Pink Sky leadership. Really, it's a philosophy of life and it's a way of living. And it's through, I share kind of my proprietary process and some of the tactical practices and strategies that you can sample and kind of try on for yourself. Um, But it's, it's all complimentary and it's really to help you feel better, whether you're feeling overwhelmed or stressed out or stuck in any aspect of your life, whether it's with your health, your wealth, your fine, um, your relationships, this is really more of, that, of a philosophy with a strategy and action to help you build the skills that then you can really take it and apply it in any year of your life. So I hope it serves yeah. you and I really just wish all the listeners such great success and freedom in their life.
0: Wonderful, and we'll share that link for you as well. Uh- Nicole, it's been a pleasure talking to you today. And as I always say to people, whatever you are doing, for the rest of your day, have a wonderful, wonderful day.
1: Thank you so much.
0: Thank you. Yawa Radio, for your well-being and happiness.
1: Be happy, be inspired.
0: This is Yawa Radio. A big thank you for taking the time out to listen to this podcast from the team at Yawa Radio. Remember to check us out live, online, 24 hours a day, seven days a week at yawaradio.co.uk. And if you'd like to join us as a guest on Yawa Radio or as a guest on the Yawa Radio podcast, we would love to hear from you. Simply email studio at yawaradio.co.uk. Once again, a big thank you for taking the time out to listen. This is the Yawa Radio podcast. Copyright applies.